in a world for friends one mission to bring freedom to everyone involved dude what the fuck are you doing doing a thing for the podcast just say the name fine it's the freedom friends podcast Coronavirus. Don't mind me, it's just a little bit of death. Coronavirus. Mm. Holy fuck boys. Fuck boys. Bands back together, kids. Oh, shit. Holy shit. No, we were all here last week. We were here last week. It's been a long week, though. It's been a very, very long week. Fuck yeah, it has. Welcome, everyone, to the Freedom Friends podcast. I'm Mikey. That's Jazz. That's John. It's Scott. And uh, we are your four mediocre assholes who... uh, I don't know why you guys even fucking like us. I, I got nothing. I, I got nothing. <laughs> I do know that we're not even fucking close to live. Not even fucking close to live. Coming to you from where, Scott? Uh, the Warfighter Tobacco Studios in sunny, beautiful San Antonio. Goddamn Texas. the weather Damn today. Was, right. It is cargo short like, season, boys. Yesterday straight up looked like the Elder Tours were about to fucking arrive, though. That shit was rowdy outside. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, I'm excited, though. Yeah. I'm excited. I woke up today and was looked like, like uh, Silent Hill outside. It is motherfucking cargo short season. Boys. Yeah, it was beautiful. Dude, Mikey, I saw a thing with uh, camping Crocs. Camping Crocs. They had like over the ankle gaiters with drawstrings so that you could like pull them down. What? And insert it. And then they had survival tools mounted on the Crocs, like little foot headlights. Mikey's drooling. And paracord (laughs) and a compass. Dude. (laughs) Yeah. I need this in my life. Yeah. Dude, you (sighs) could put those on. So you had gaiters and Croc locks. I'm Bro, pretty sure at that point. That's business time. You, you are unfucking stoppable at that point. <laughs> that is what third world country do I need to personally go dominate right now? Dude, for real. That yeah. sounds really gay. Guys. Holy shit. So, uh, <laughs> brought to you by Warfighter Tobacco. <laughs> WarfighterTobacco.com. Use that code Freedom Friends. Screw yourself that sweet 15% off discount. Uh, we're also uh, coming to you from uh, the. Our CBD friends over at owellness.us. Use that code FreedomFriends25. Score yourself a quarter off your order with 25% off. Fucking good dudes at Owellness. Fucking good dudes. Yes. And, uh, of course, uh, our friends at grillyourassoff.com. Use that code FF15. Another sweet 15% off. Uh, Bills are paid, boys. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. So I'm going to pour this drink and... that looks fancy. I've never know, heard of right? it. Right. So this is this is from our friends at um, Alert, which is a. Uh, I'm gonna fuck this up. So it is a first responder like proficiency and tactical training agency. What's is the acronym? Close enough. Alert? What does Alert stand for? Advanced law enforcement rapid response. Oh, went that far off? Look at that. I didn't yeah. complete. That's because I haven't been drinking yet. That's true. So uh, they brought us a lovely gift of Calumet Farm Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. But yeah. here's the reason I'm gonna pour this. Is, um, we already have drinks. No, well, <laughs> no. I actually, I had a a, a death in my family. Oh, um, yeah. On Thursday night, uh, my great grandmother, one of my best friends in the world, uh, passed away at a hundred and two. Wow, dude, what a G! Yeah, seriously, hardcore. Right? What a G! So my great grandmother uh, was actually she was known as the Martini Maven. But she was definitely the matriarch of our family. You have spoke of her many a time. On the yeah. And, and she's, yep. she was an absolutely amazing woman. One of my best friends. We should have had um, martinis. Uh, I mean, <laughs> so I'm not a huge gin drinker, but Gene, I'm, I can't I couldn't be happier that you and Buster are back together because I know that he was the absolute magic in your life. And uh, 
Godspeed, Gene. I'm going to miss you. But uh, cheers to cheers you. Cheers to you. Well, we're sorry to hear about that, buddy. You know what? This is one of those situations where, like, I'm sad she's gone. But 102. 102 hell of a run. Fucking, fucking hell of a run. Hell of a run. Dude. She looked yeah. a good one. And, uh, <laughs> like, but she also, that. she had very, very heavy onset dementia. Yeah. Um, so towards the end, she didn't know who any of us was. I was ve- I was one of the very lucky so did ones she, did that she before not, she was gone, I got to say Did goodbye, she not so. have to experience much of 2020? She experienced none of 2020. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah. that's good. So it's kind of a win. That's that's good. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, towards the end, the only thing that she actually, she recognized a few of us, but towards the end, the only thing that she ever had memories of and would talk about and stuff like that were like the heyday of her and her husband and like nice. martini parties at her estate and shit yeah. like that. And I was like, dude, if you got to go. Yeah, right. <laughs> Fucking, that's how you want to go out. But yeah, she didn't see any of this last like three years worth of bullshit. Yeah. She was. She uh, she went out clean. So, yeah. but, um, nice. but it was very peaceful. She literally went to sleep and. Just didn't wake up. That was it. She just kind of breathing slowed down and that was it. So uh, her daughter got to be there uh, the couple of days, like every day leading up to it. And then she got the call. Was she on a hospice care at all or whatever? Yeah, she was staying in a full service care for the last several years. So if you wanted to go see. And that's what kind of brutal was about 2020 was you couldn't go. Like you're talking about like the like hospice care elderly and stuff like that. You could you couldn't go. So highly vulnerable population. Yeah. So even knowing you know, through 2020, she was 101. <laughs> like, yeah. it's like, so it's like, we gotta be getting close. Right. Like, yeah. so, but you couldn't, you couldn't go. So, but she, uh, life changing woman, absolutely. One of my best friends growing up and an absolutely fantastic woman. So, uh, and, uh, my granddaddy, uh, Buster, uh, avid cigar smoker, nice. wore baller ass hats. Like, Oh, fucking, that's the dude, you got all his hats. I got all of his fedoras. All his they're all in yeah, my closet yeah. now. Yeah. Like the old handmade felt fedoras. <laughs> nice. I've got yeah. them in, uh, they're, they're my granddaddy busters. And, uh, uh, keep saying granddaddy. That's what the, the whole, the whole family <laughs> called him that. That was granddaddy buster. Like, or bus. I mean, it was, what was his actual name? Buster. Buster? No, it was Leslie. Leslie? Yeah. So Leslie went Waters. Buster. But went so like, I, I say that because I had an uncle Bud. I had his great yeah. uncle Bud. And his first name was Ermel. So he, he went wow. by Bud. Well, he was. I'll bet you. What's like, your name? Irma. Okay, yeah. Bud. Okay, Bud. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie Leslie Buster Waters. Yeah. And he went by Buster Buster. But uh, that's probably he, how this probably happened. Is somebody was like, "What's your name?" He's like Leslie, and they were like, huh, huh, and he knocked him out, and they were like, "Sorry, Buster." Which is <laughs> straight up doable because he was like six eight and built oh, like wow. a brick shit house dude for that age man for for that time period that, that's oh, a giant man huge and uh that's a giant man they were married uh 60 plus hey, scam years. likely's calling me nice good old scam Likely. <laughs> oh, i know those people houston field office special agent fahey hello uh, maybe you can help me is this hawk construction llc uh no ma'am this is the uh, houston field office for the fbi I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> anyway, take care. Bye bye. Have a good one. <laughs> <laughs> That's that how it's done. That's how it's done. <laughs> I will be off that list. Ten out of ten. <laughs> but uh, so, so yeah. So um, either yeah. Anyways, now to I don't actually want to bring the mood down. I just want to have a celebratory like, drink for my grandmother because yeah, she nice. was an amazing fucking woman. But, the, like that's not really bringing the mood down because 102. Fuck. Yeah. I mean, fuck, dude. Yeah. Like, so literally, that's dope. before she like started to go downhill and stuff, this woman was snowmobiling at 94. Oh, what a yeah. beast, wow. man. She would go out to Colorado and go snowmobiling. And shit. There's been like, a couple deaths this last week, man. Larry King died. Yeah. 
Like, fucking, that's weird. Did he really die or did somebody just inform him? <laughs> that's probably... Uh, that's uh, probably uh, that's or did somebody believable. finally just let him know that was like, Larry, hey, bud. Larry, you've been dead since 95, man. <laughs> like, I, I don't think I could get out of... shit go. I don't think I could get out of one marriage alive. He got he out eight, of seven. Eight. He got out of seven. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's crazy. That's what it was. Could you he, didn't, imagine? he didn't have an exit strategy for number eight, so he just died. Yeah, it's, it's funny. Could you imagine? There's mine for number one. <laughs> there, I was listening to the news. They were talking about that. And they're like, yeah, he's, you know, eight marriages and three kids. I was like, wait, 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 wait. Those numbers don't add up right. <laughs> Could you imagine getting into an argument with Larry King? Like no. with those spousal arguments, whatever. He's just sitting there with his arms crossed and shoulders all hunched. And he's like. Asking you very pointed questions. Or very pointed questions. Because <laughs> he genuinely wants to know your side of the story. <laughs> he wasn't, somebody else died. Who else died? Um, fuck. Why am I blanking on this? I don't know. I'm guessing about 4,379 people in Sri Lanka. True. 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 Who the fuck else died? I don't know. I don't a, know. There was another celebrity I know Betty White's death. fucking 99. You're goddamn right. Woo! Keep going, oh, baby. Trucking. Keep on going, baby. <laughs> we need you. Um, well, fuck, boys. Uh, Scotty, how yeah, was Scotty. your weekend, buddy? I didn't have a weekend as much as a week. I took you're last week s- off. You're in settle mode. Yes. I. How's the new place? It's good, man. I got moved in. I got out of the old place, turned in the keys this morning. And, oh, that's, uh, that's, a, that's a fun time. Most of that was Michelle. Thank you, Michelle. Uh <laughs> But yeah, uh, the new place is it's livable. Uh, I have a three car garage packed full of shit I have to unsort yet. But uh, yeah, it's uh, that'll be fun. Good. I like how apparently it's sorted, and now he needs to unsort it. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, I like your stuff, it Scott. Yeah. It's all about how your it's all about your outlook. Yeah, he's like, I gotta unsort this. This is fucked. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't feel lived in. No. John, sorted. how about you? How's the weekend? Uh, it was good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, had a little. Uh, uh, get together on Saturday. Thanks for the invite. Yeah, uh, you're welcome. Well, I knew you were busy. Yeah, because you guys left me <laughs> hanging high and dry. Yeah. <laughs> so the shitty part about it is, uh, is so Friday we made plans for Saturday, and Saturday morning is when I realized you already had plans for Saturday. I did. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. So uh, the worst part is I was supposed to deliver cigars to one of the guys at Noble Gentlemen's. I'm aware. But, uh, so I talked to him in the morning. And because I by proxy, that, that that question fell to yeah, me. Yeah, I figured so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Same no. thing when I went to the one and nobody else did, when I went to the gun range one yeah. and nobody was there. They were like, well, did they send cigars with you or whatever? And I was like, <laughs> you selfish sons of bitches. Right. Like, yeah. I know they how much care money about me. They just all want of cigars. you fuckers yeah. make. Like, all you can go you. buy your own shit. Fucking I. <laughs> Like, like we are far and away the poorest motherfuckers in that crew. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> that one barber dude that showed up a couple times ago. Yeah, and the guy that drives yeah. the Camaro. I'm pretty sure that Camaro is actually all he has. <laughs> it's just that Camaro. And I'm pretty sure he bought it when he was still making money and now has. He bought it new for like three grand back has, in the day. Has back in nothing and it's just that Camaro. I'm pretty sure that's. All I respect it. I yeah. respect it. Good guy, though. You know, super yeah. friendly dude. Yeah, they're all good guys. Um, but no, uh, I finally got my uh, smoking room set up in my house. And uh, so we had to break that in properly. And we did. And we fucking did. Um, Is that where the rabbit box came from? Uh, yeah. They, uh, so um, hopefully coming soon on the website, if you're in uh, need of air purification systems, we will oh, be Oh, so you're going to be warfighter ones? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're going to do some oh. custom warfighter ones. Oh, dope. 
We, yeah, we wanted to we wanted to test drive them first. So John put two of them in his smoking room, yeah. and we had what? We had six people in there. Two in one room, I could time. actually see. But it was With six, six people, people, I could see smoking. that. Now here's the kicker, right? So depends on the size, the size of the room. Well, if I was going to put one in my office, I think I would have to put it like directly above my computer monitors. I call so up like literally as I was smoking, it would essentially. I call up Rabbit Air, and I'm like, "Hey, uh, you know, blah blah blah." They're like, "Cool, yeah, we'd love to have you guys on board." Um, what do you guys need? So I told him, I was like, yeah, let's get a couple of the new A2s that have the Wi-Fi and blah, blah, blah. And uh, so we're about to get done with the order. And the guy's like, oh, by the way, uh, we just released our A3. I was like, I was on your website two days ago. He's like, yeah, I went up yesterday. And I'm like, hold on. I got on the website. I'm like, give me a couple of those. And uh, I'm like, okay, cool. So this week is when I'm seeing all the press releases for the A3s. And I've already fucking put them through the paces over the weekend. Yeah, nice. And they fucking work great. Nice. <laughs> I've liked Rabbit Air for but, uh, fucking years. I think yeah, so I got a big ass TV, surround sound, couple movie chair. And, and besides smoking cigars in your room, what we were watching the, oh, Ma- the McGregor, Ma- fight. McGregor fight. You, Didn't you, see that coming. The, the, uh, <laughs> Him getting knocked the fuck out. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Did not out. see that coming, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I like how afterwards he was like, "Didn't go as planned," but now I'm now I hold the biggest the trilogy of blockbusting fights. I'm like, "You hold a trilogy you know, of ass whoopings." Right, like, right. <laughs> right now, today, he's holding a fucking basketball sized lump on his leg. Yeah, because he got the shit. He even said he's like, "My leg's fucking dead." He's like, "It's dead. It doesn't work." <laughs> he's like, "It's fucking done." Like, he is he is the definition of that dude in the bar that gets like one drink in and just wants to fight everybody, but doesn't know how to fight. Yeah, and it's like. Uh, dude, like at some point, just hang him up. He's the definition of the guy that that thinks he knows how to fight in a bar and picks the dude that knows how to fight. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I think you guys forget when he was winning a lot. Yeah, I mean he he is world. He's one of the most world class strikers that have ever graced. Oh yeah, the UFC. he's right. a great fighter. And 100%. he used to win he's, a lot. He's you, also the highest. Have, paid have loser. you noticed he started to lose? Ah, uh, no. He. I was, I was going to say he started to lose when he became like. And you know what? Al Bundy uh, was a hell of a quarterback in high school. He started to lose when he yeah, beat him and married to children. Yeah, but now he's a shoe salesman and married to a fucking ginger. Like, <laughs> at some point, you just got to know when your glory days are fucking over. Like, maybe let it go. Yeah. Al just didn't realize that his glory days were being married to that ginger. She is a fucking smoke show. I yeah. know. Dude. Right? Can't confirm. Yeah. Fucking that right. is a woman that got better looking as she got older, too. Dude, remember when she was on, like, Sons of Anarchy? I was yeah. even like, God damn. Fucking yeah. smoke show. Gemma. Right? What's yeah. up? <laughs> like, holy Fucking shit. Fucking smoke show. Yeah. yeah. Jazz, how about you? How was the weekend? Not bad, man. Uh, didn't really do much. Aside from the obvious. Yeah. Didn't really do much. Um, stayed home, did some stuff around the house. Indulged in my hobbies. Uh, so nerd shit. Yeah. Pretty yeah. much. Pretty much. Did some nerd shit. Uh, made homemade pizzas. Yeah, man, yeah, that's nice. fun. Smoked a couple cigars. Fucking I. That's about it. Uh, a little more family stuff today because of Gene, but uh, yeah, I mean it's nothing exciting to report. I'm afraid. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mikey, uh, relaxing, man. Saturday we had a. Uh, I, I went to the uh, the Noble Gentleman's Club. Hung out over there. I only hung out for a little while. Left a little early. I saw some uh, pictures. I don't think a lot of people turned out for. No, it was quite a bit. Hmm? It was over at Big Doug's house, and it was a great place. That's a great dude. He's a great dude. Yeah, I feel bad for not going. But, yeah, you know. he's he's a great guy, and uh, no, they're all good. And I was just I just told him I was like, hey man, I'm gonna turn into a pumpkin. I was like, just fucking was tired, you know. And, pl- and truth be told, I just want to go home and hang out with Haley right. for a little while. Like uh, I knew what she was doing. She was like, 
at home watching fucking Harry Potter like by herself. And I was like, fuck, man, I'm going to go. Dude, I like those things, same. but be, <laughs> I like those things. But to be totally honest with you, man, like, like some of those motherfuckers need to move northeast side. Like, yeah. It's yeah. a, it's a ways. It's that's always the other thing. like a fucking forty five minute hour long drive. It's out a forty five minute like drive out there for me, and it's like fuck, man. Like, and I stopped, picked up a nice bottle. I bought a brought a, a bottle of uh, that Rollins Creek, nice. you know, that's over to him. That was good. We yeah. still have some, don't we? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, nice. Actually, I don't know. We might have crushed no, that. We oh. killed it. Did we? Yeah, yeah. yeah we we did yeah. fucking work last week, boys. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, uh, I have a Saturday. Came home, hung out with Haley for a little bit, and then uh, Sunday. Kind of did the same thing, man. Just fucking kept it low key. I bought Haley a new car last week. That's cool. So we took out for a drive. Fucking. Did you get that Toyota? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Just got a little RAV4. Dude, check this out. 2018 fucking Toyota RAV4, right? 31,000 miles on it. Barely broken in, right? Because it's a Toyota. This motherfucker was only 17 grand. Like, out the door. I was like, done. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> fucking, let's go, man. Let's do this. So, like, yeah. We did that last week. Got her, got a new ride because her Honda was on her way out. And then uh, that Honda did some work, though. Dude, 2008. We've had to bitch fucking ten years. Yeah. Like I mean, it's also it, gone cross country a couple times. Yeah. So. Like it's it's it definitely like the Honda Pilot man survived it, the frozen north. And for it's a still bit. rolling, like, man. And we didn't even trade it in. We kept it. Uh, I'm gonna so give, I'm give gonna, it to your niece. I'm gonna give it to my nieces. Yeah. 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 Nice. Uh, they're both uh, getting to that age to about start driving. I figured. You're a good fucking guy. <laughs> right. Well, you're a good yeah. fucking guy. Mikey. I mean, it only books for like two grand, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, still. Like, either way. But, you know, it's fucking gold to them. That's true. You, you know? know? Well, I remember, fuck, you remember coming up. If somebody would have given you a fucking car. Yeah, yeah I had to buy oh, mine. God. Right. Same, yeah. dude. Like, that, that would have been like the coolest My fucking thing ever. me on that one, man. Like, fuck, Dead. I had to buy it. So they loaned me the money to buy it. I had to pay it back. And they charged me interest on it. <laughs> that, I was like, no, no, gotta learn young. The fuck, <laughs> I. Those are good parents. Those yeah. are good. Yeah. Parents. But here's the deal. But the, I couldn't have a car unless I got a job. Okay, my only question is. So I was like, cool. I'm cool with that. But then what I had to pay because I had to pay my insurance and I had to pay the car note. But I could only work part time because I played sports and was in school. Yeah. So I could only work part time. So literally every penny I made, and then I was given an Exxon gas card so I could put gas in it. But fuck. every penny I made, I had to pay. Did Between get, my did, gas bill, the insurance, and the car note, I had no fucking money to go do anything. So did, I had a car did, strictly to drive to work. Did you get did you get to pick the car you wanted to buy? Yes. That's that's see, that right there's a win. So so I did. So Well, I think we talked about this. What was your first car? Yeah, let's talk about you this. You had the El Camino, right? I had an El Camino SS. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is that your senior car? Senior year car? I bought it when I was 16. Okay. What did you have in your senior year? My El Camino. Okay. Yeah. John? I I had an 88 Ford Bronco. Mikey, eighty-five uh, senior year, yeah, uh, eighty-five Chevy Blazer K five. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna brag a little bit, but I worked my ass off. No, my 70, 73, 73 That's when you got the Trans Am, right? I had a seventy-nine Trans Am. Yeah. I had a nine, a brand new S ten, and I had a brand new Crotch Rocket. God damn! But I paid for all that shit myself. So that yeah. was the thing. I is, fucking worked. I, like I talked him into letting me get. So I wasn't allowed to buy like a muscle car. Like a like a true muscle. Car. I had the same rules with the bike. Yeah. My mom's like, she talked to my uncles and she's like, oh, you can get a motorcycle, but it has to be 600 cc's or less. I'm like, done. Jicks or six. I had an R6. I had an R6. <laughs> yeah. R6. Yeah. Fuck that. Can be done. She had no idea. So I wasn't allowed to buy a muscle car. And the reason I wasn't allowed to buy a true muscle car wasn't actually the safety piece. It was the insurance. Oh, mm-hmm. uh, gotcha. So I wasn't allowed to go buy like a Trans Am or a Camaro or right. like anything that was legitimately like two doors V8 
like couldn't buy a muscle car. But the El Camino is a fucking Monte Carlo or a Camaro with yeah, a truck yeah. bed on it. Like right. it's the same fucking thing, but it yeah. has a bed. Yeah. Sure. With less traction. That's all it with, is. With, right. Yeah. So I had so I bought the car and literally if you only look at it from like the front doors forward, it's a Monte Carlo. Yeah. Yeah. And then it has a bed. But the thing is, because it has a bed, you get truck plates, which means you also get truck insurance. Oh, hey. Oh, that's good. That's See, that's but nice. Because it has, because it's a load-bearing vehicle, because it has a bed. Nice. I had, and we were living it's in a nice Pens- little loophole. We were stationed in Pennsylvania. And you know how it is when you get stationed with the military, you can maintain your state residency. Sure. So I had a Texas driver's license and Texas tags on my car. So even though I bought the bitch in Pennsylvania. So I bought this muscle car. Without it being a muscle car. And then, uh, but had no money because I'm making minimum wage working at a fucking woodworker's warehouse selling table saws and shit. Was that, was that your, uh, your, your job? That was my high school job. I worked at woodworker's warehouse, which was awesome. Cause I had gotten into like, I, I don't think we ever talked about high school jobs before. Yeah. So I worked, so I, <laughs> I worked at Sears hardware and an actual Sears hardware store, not like a nice. Sears, but like a Sears hardware store. Yeah. Uh, but I'd gotten into making like both car work and woodwork and stuff like that. And there was a woodworkers warehouse there, which if any of our listeners out on the East coast probably are aware of what woodworkers warehouse is. We don't have them here. We have a shop here called woodcraft. That's kind of the same thing. They sell high end woodworking equipment and blah, 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 blah. And that's what woodworkers warehouse is. So I was buying stuff from there and then saw that they were hiring and it was like 50 cents more an hour there than it was at Sears hardware. So I'd gotten to know the manager and I was like, Hey, you want to give me a job? Cause he was all of like 23 and so he hired me. So I was working there, which got me a discount on the woodworking stuff that I wanted to buy. But I wasn't making enough to cover the cost of the car, my insurance, and my gas card right. to have any extra money. So I bought this muscle car, and that was right when all the Fast and the Furious movies were coming out. Yeah. So everybody was buying fucking like Hondas and Mitsubishis and shit. But that it had a, also kind that, of that a Supra. Huh? That a Supra. Which uh, I, was in, I, was in, I was in Japan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, you not high school. You didn't. <laughs> not in high school. No. I didn't know you were a lesbian. <laughs> I was in so, Okinawa at a super. Supers are oh, that's a super yeah, that, that, that bitch was fucking cool. So, uh, but all these people were buying all these fucking little four banger imports, and then Fast and the Furious made street racing cool. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna make some extra fucking cash because <laughs> I got my El Camino, and even before I built the motor, I. My motor was the size of all these people's cars. And I was like, fuck it. I'm going to make some cash. So I was running these guys street like to street like for like 50 to $100 a kid. Fucking A. Making all this extra money and then dumped all that into the engine. Yeah. So which was also allowing me to buy like all these extra tools and shit. Stupid fucking thing in my head. So So at the end of it, by the by my senior year, I had I had an 11 and a half second drag car that I was driving to school every day and drag racing on the weekends, making extra cash. My parents could not figure it out until some chick who disappeared for the weekend tried to say that she had spent the whole weekend at my house and tried to throw me under the bus. So her parents called my parents and they were like, you had it because they were out of town over the weekend. Uh, Scott, what was your high school job? Inventing the wheel. (laughs) I I, I had some funny ones, man. (laughs) Cleaning out caves. This bitch tried to throw me under the bus and say that she was at my house all weekend. And that's why she wasn't home. Building mud huts. And my parents had gone down to see my grandmother in Virginia and left me home because I had to work. Yeah. So I stayed home over the weekend. She tried to throw me under the bus. They come and fucking dig into my ass. And I was like, nope, bullshit. And they were like, 
well, how do we know she wasn't here? And I was like, my ass was drag racing all weekend. And they were like, is there any way to prove that? And I was like, yeah, those brand new tires I just stuck on the back of my El Camino, go check them because they're bald as fuck right now. Like, because I had fucking, I had to burn, I had to fucking light the tires up to get them hot to launch. And I, because I was running uh, Mickey Thompson drag radials. Sure. So I fucking burnt all the tread off. And I was like, my tires are bald because, so I literally had to cop to doing something I wasn't supposed to be doing. To get myself out of trouble for some other shit I wasn't supposed to be doing. Lesser two evils, man. Yeah, yeah fuck that. Yeah. If they ever find the Ark and they find the... Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Scott Jansen is going to be carved on the inside of it. <laughs> going to find the Ark and find Wagner loves yeah, the cock. Right. Carved into this fucking... So are we doing high school jobs? Yeah, yeah let's yeah, do what it. Did, what was your high school So job? when I worked, when I was in Arizona, that would have been my... Sophomore, junior year. Did I, all you sons of bitches live in Arizona at some point? No, no, you were in New Mexico. Yeah. So I I did uh, I was a electronics salesman at JC Penney's, I believe it was. Ooh. Uh, so you were selling like boom boxes yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah. TVs and whatnot. Uh, worked on commission. That was kind of kind of kind of weird. When you needed a forklift <laughs> when to move I, when a TV. I, when I moved back to Nebraska, my senior year, I was working at my uncle's feedlot, and then at night. I was doing uh, uh, telemarketing, selling AOL subscriptions. Nice. Oh, wow. oh my God. Fuck. That only lasted about two months. And I'm like, only two months. Be- there were some smoking hot chicks that worked there. Yeah. I'm not going to so lie. So I stuck it out for two months. And then after that, I'm like, I can't fucking do <laughs> so that. So I was an early adopter of the internet. Like one of those people that like. I don't know why, but I think we already knew that. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that AOL line that you could call to try and like set up a subscription if you were curious about it i cold called people it was oh you were the, you great. were outbound yeah. so i used to call that thing because if you'd call and you just give them a different name they would give you a code for like x amount of hours so you could like try aol right. for however long and i just kept fucking calling and getting code after code <laughs> after code i think i was on aol for like two years and never paid for the shit yeah. like nice how's you supposed to get on fucking aim right the original fucking chat roulette right there. <laughs> just, just dick pics fucking, yeah, fucking extraordinary. Took 27 minutes to download a picture of your titties, but it's worth the wait. <laughs> ICQ. <laughs> You're on ICQ. I remember my buddy Chad taught me how through ICQ you could fucking uh, boot somebody's computer and like make their fucking computer shut down. And I was like. Dude, we're hackers. <laughs> <laughs> like, Such bullshit. Yeah. Lose your job. Oh, fuck. I had a couple in high school. Uh, Gigolo. Yeah. I worked uh, worked at McDonald's. Same. Um, I worked at a nursery. Okay. Like uh, with babies no, or plants? Plants. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> thank God. Yeah, I know. Fuck I was him. guessing it was the plants, but. No, uh, I know his sister. I'm like, glad, I didn't I'm know. That's yeah. <laughs> true. That's true. His sister works with the, baby uh, babies. The nursery is actually a really cool job. I got to, that's where I really learned to like. It was pot, wasn't it? Your hydroponics? No. No, it wasn't any of the gross stuff. <laughs> that, that hydroponic, I just, it was all like the. Oh, you were just like selling like. No, I wasn't. I was, I was like, in the backside. Another and shrubbery. I, it was. Uh, but it was, um, it wasn't one of those like shrub shops. No, this buy, is a like, massive, massive thing. I mean, we were moving like we'd sell fucking. Oh, like, you're selling like landscaping yeah, companies, like hundred fifty thousand dollar landscape okay. packages, and I'm loading up all the plants on the fucking. You know, so I'm just running around in heavy equipment the whole time, moving. There's something to be said for trees. those jobs, man, where it's just like do this, and then they fuck off and disappear, and you just have to like That's just it. do your fucking I, thing. Like, like I, I showed up to work, they gave me like four pieces of paper. 
And I'm like, the first couple of days, I'm like, this is it. And then, like, I get through like 12 hours later, and I'm like, fuck. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> Woodworkers Warehouse was awesome because the the great part about that is that you didn't have just like it wasn't like JC Penny where just some rando would just walk in and be like, I don't know, maybe I want a TV. Like, if anybody walked in there, yeah. A, they were into a hobby that yeah. I was into, and B, they already knew kind of what they wanted. All you had to do was just try and upsell them because we worked on commission too. Yeah. Because they would do shit for like the big companies would run like sales promos. Like you sell one of our five horsepower $3,800 table saws and we'll fucking sure. give you a kicker or whatever. But guys would come in and be like, oh, I don't know, I'm thinking about upgrading my table saw and whatever. And woodworkers are idiots, man. You convince them that they need that $5,000 table saw. <laughs> and it's like, by the way, we have a credit card. <laughs> fucking I. And out the door that bitch goes. Yeah, you set up a JCPenney's credit card and you got some commission. Yeah. No, yeah. it was the same way. Yeah. We got a kicker if you got him to sign up for yeah. it. That was that, that job was more of a workout, though, than you wanted it to be because we had the stock in the back. So it wasn't like you bought this fucking planer or this joiner and then you waited three weeks for it to show up. Like it was in a box in yeah. the back. So you'd have to go back there. And these aren't the like hobby ones you get from Lowe's. These are, are like huge. the big fuck off like cabinet maker style sure. ones. Sure. So those joiners were weigh like 700 pounds. And then it's you and some chucklehead that just bought it trying to figure out how to lift this bitch and put it in the back of his truck. <laughs> so you're there with a pallet jack as high as it goes. And then some just assembly like, required, bro. Oh, like, yeah. So didn't go to the gym anymore because I was in there fucking lifting cast iron the whole fucking day. Yeah, yeah. How about you, Mikey? Uh, high school, McDonald's. McDonald's, for the most part. I also worked for uh, this dude named uh, Al who owned this company called Creative Cabinets and did like kitchens, bathrooms, stuff nice. like that. Uh, but he basically, he was just this older dude who was, Oh, so you started breaking stuff at an early age. Like he was a cool motherfucker though, man. He was big into drag racing jazz. You'd have fucking love this guy. He had this fucking, his pride and joy is he had this 55 Chevy Bel Air. And the, I remember the, uh, the license plate said Al's 55 nice. and he had three switches in it and you would pop up next to him at a stoplight. I used to do it in my mom's LTD all the time just to be an asshole, but I'd pop up next to him and rev my engine. And he'd just be like, all right, bitch. And he'd flip the first one and you hear the Nas kick in, right? Oh, but purge out. And he'd flip the second one and it was air shocks and it would just drop the front end and jack the ass end. And you would see like this much <laughs> space between the differential and the wheel of these big fucking Mickey Thompson slicks. And then after he smoked your ass off the fucking line, he'd flip the third switch. and There was a big neon sign in the back window. that said, try again, son. It was fucking <laughs> dope. It was the coolest fucking car I'd ever seen. But it, it, I would search him out in my fucking shitbox car just to see him do it. Yeah, those um, fucking... Those tubbed out Bel Airs, man, because you could gut them down and get them super light. Oh, yeah. Well, then back in the day when you drag race cars like that, they'd put the real skinny tires on the front. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He was old school it about it, man. No, he runs skinnies on the front now. Well, I mean, yeah, but they had them. What do they call them? The, they call them uh, gassers. Gassers. Yeah. Oh, the old gassers. Yeah. For the most part, though, I was a McDonald's worker. I I, enjoy, and, I worked and three days in fast this food. This was in Baltimore. This was in Baltimore. This was in New Mexico. You oh. cunt. <laughs> um, <laughs> fucking. Uh, like, it was one of the funnest jobs I ever had. Yeah, we get like drunk though. as fuck and like go down the fucking like cared. hang out in the fucking ball pits, fucking beer carbon, fucking fat tires and shit. Like it was, <laughs> it was fun, man. Like we just fucked off the whole time. Like I'd be high as shit and trying to make Big Macs. Like, fucking, like, I made it. Was, it I made it ugh. three days in fast food. Dude, I worked I got, with like high school chicks. Three that were days all fucking, on my fourth right? day, I walked in and set my fucking shirts on the counter, and I was like, "I'm fucking, I'm out." Like, no <laughs> yeah. fucking way, I can't do this shit. I had a good time with it. It was fun. And truth be, because I was a stoner in high school, 
You want to talk about being the fucking man when you walk into a fucking stoner party after you just close the fucking grill and you have like a sack full of McNuggets. And I'm not talking <laughs> like a 20 piece. I'm talking like you have the big fucking like right. Harry case a sack piece. full of fucking McNuggets, you know, and then like changing people's lives, fucking another one full of fries and another one full of Big Macs. And you just come in with like six bags of food. Speaking and you're which, just like, biggest you go, rip off like, on the fucking planet for McDonald's is this basket of fries that you can fucking get for three dollars now. Dude. Just order a large for a dollar because that's all it is. It's yeah. large. It's a large fry in a basket. And it, we because <laughs> we drove through the other day and got like a quarter pounder, a Big Mac and a basket of fries. And I was like, this will be perfect. Fucking pulled that basket out. And I was like, motherfucker. Yeah, it's a racket. It's a fuck. It's twice the price. Yeah. Same amount of fries. Yeah. I was like, you sons of bitches. Didn't even fucking put some cheese on them or nothing. Yeah, right. But uh, I worked at an auto shop and a welding shop also. Yeah, I did odd jobs a lot, too. You like metal work, though. Well, like, so like I had, I had a full time job I, from the I, time I, I was 14 young. on. Yeah, I like, young that I need to like, I, do what I like I started off as a bus boy at 14. And it to be fair, it was to fucking it was to pay back restitution. So it was it was a court order job. <laughs> but uh, so like I started at fourteen, and uh, like my brother was a waiter at this bar at this. Uh, it was a a restaurant inside of a Holiday Inn. He was a mantress. He was. He, well, back then we called them waiters. We actually had waiters. Like I was a bus boy. We, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, I worked at a bar in Arizona, and it was all female wait staff. Yeah. And they and the owner, my uh, this guy named Corey finally hired a dude and literally got me and the two other like head bartenders and we were just like look like don't scare this kid off and i'm like well if he can hang he can hang <laughs> and so day one he walked in and all of us were like sup mantras <laughs> so he worked that first shift the next day when he came in he had the, the the logoed shirt from the restaurant and he got those iron-on letters and he put mantras across the front of his shirt oh he he fit in perfect and he yeah. fucking owned it yeah. <laughs> to the point where there's still people today that call him mantras nice. and I was oh, like, yes. that's how you do it that's how you fucking that's just how like, you own it yeah 100 yeah. and he crushed it he fucking made bank like i used to fuck off with the uh dude a red pair of short tags. shorts will fucking make you money the name tags at mcdonald's i'd have like fucking 10 of them all the flair <laughs> like i had like like nobody told me to i was just being a smart ass but i had one that said like i survived christmas eve <laughs> truth be told christmas eve shift at a fucking mcdonald's is a nightmare or when they launch it is one of the when they launch beanie babies holy fuck i fucking worked through that <laughs> me too i worked through that that was a fucking it's a shit show here's something crazy i still have all the mcdonald's beanie babies in the bags i'm gonna oh, buy a car with them shit someday right? <laughs> <laughs> no you missed the train because now they're not worth they're worth fuck all now yeah, but there yeah. was that like peak yeah. of beanie babies where like you could have fucking retired probably been, like yeah uh, it'll, I'm, I'm hoping it'll come back. <laughs> I, don't know. I, I don't know. But uh, yeah, that, I worked through that fucking nightmare. Yeah. That was a fucking pain in the dick. Okay, so there's something I actually want to talk about because it's fucking, it's cracking me up. So we all, while in uniform, slept in some interesting places. Yeah, <laughs> to say the least. Here okay. We, here we go. It's one way to, it's one way to phrase <laughs> the places we've slept. Sure. We've also pretty much figured out how to sleep anytime, any place. Yeah. Doesn't really fucking matter. I can take a nap. Like, any, any climbing place yeah. if you're a Marine. Uh, <laughs> I think I know where you're going with this. All these fucking people wigging out right now because they house these National Guard soldiers in a parking garage. I would have prayed. I've, I've, 
a parking garage would have been awesome. Fuck yeah. Like, like, fuck. Holy yeah. shit. That, that's the equivalent to the army. That's the equivalent of going to like an Air Force installation. That's a concrete tent, motherfucker. Right. You mean, like, not, that is awesome. I'm not concrete, outside getting rained on. Roger that. a concrete that. structure with more fucking space than you knew what to do with. And yes. we're like, there you go. Like, here. This is It'd my like, spot. The yeah. whole fucking spot is mine. Right, Get the like, fuck out of my parking spot. Yeah. This parking I'm spot in 36C, <laughs> bitch. Yeah. It's mine. It'd be awesome. Dude, I'm like, I'm telling you right now, if you go walk that bitch, it's going to look like little apartments. Like, <laughs> every fucking parking spot. Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> like, just set up. Like, like, tent like, city. How did, you, how did you get a hibachi? Like, where the fuck did this be like? But bro, I know the National Guard, Guard yeah. Yeah. It'll look like National Guard. Like, it'll look like an underpass yeah. in Austin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, they're being so nice. They're all giving each other food you know, It'll be way more dress right than, yeah, than that. But yeah. it'll look consistent. Uh, like, yeah. And I'm like, because it's DC, so you know there's a fucking CVS like around the corner. Sure. So all those National Guard yeah. dudes were like, fuck this, I'm going to get a chair. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Private, where are you going? Oh, oh okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, just hey. make, make sure you're back by dinner time. Hey, grab me one too. <laughs> right. As soon as you were like, hey, sorry, I'm going to run down to CVS and get a folding chair. He's going to be like, how much are they? 20 bucks. All right, here, pick me up one too. <laughs> Walking back, fucking popping up folding chairs and shit. Like, yeah. I, thought all these was, people- I thought it was funny that Trump just like a last like fuck you was like just you guys can all stay at my hotel for free yeah. <laughs> the, the, the funny thing is right all, when they're sleeping in the capital right the only thing that i was thinking is there's no way my chain of command even if we were supposed to sleep there would have allowed to sleep our inside. platoon there's no to sleep away. inside the camp yeah, no, no, no. Way. get, get the fuck out get on the fucking front lawn yeah. Yeah. dress right dress and yeah. fucking make your buddy happy yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Walk yeah, fucking fire, get a fire watch roster going, bitch, because you're yeah. walking fucking yeah. post. Yeah. And by the way, every fire watch. We got fucking secret service. No. Yeah. You're still <laughs> going to do fire watch. God damn it. Fire watch, fire watch, full battle rattle, four hour rotation. 100%. Yeah. Like, yeah. Fuck. Yep. And I want half up, half down. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what would have happened. Yeah. Fucking yeah. fix bayonets while you're They're all in there just like in a pile. And I, I'm like, I, I guess, oh, fuck. I guess I appreciate the public not appreciating that, but they. It just shows how ignorant these fucking people are. I appreciated the public absolutely annihilating the fat kid with his gut hanging out. Oh, oh my god! god. Which that one? Was, that was probably a lieutenant colonel. You know that, that was a lieutenant colonel. That was a fat. He was a sergeant. Not only, did, not only did his blouse not cover it. His fucking brown t-shirt couldn't t- even be tucked in. Yeah, yes. like you saw that his was belly. She was actually belly. Like, that's one of those dudes that looks into a mirror and he's like, I look good. But nobody ever looks from the side. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, dude, your belly's like, hanging like, out. Like I eight thought inches. this was the National Guard, not a mo- like the, the fucking- Michigan militia. Yeah, Michigan militia. <laughs> like, what fuck. the fuck's going on with this guy? Dude. Yeah, yeah that, that shit was, was bad. rowdy. Yeah, maybe that, that was dude one fat fuck. So yeah. I watched the inauguration coverage. Why? <laughs> so, you, so, because- you're, so you're the one? <laughs> you're right, you Mikey, you want to know why? Because nobody could go there to watch it. Okay. So, no, so the reason yeah. I watched it was actually. I saw a meme that was like, fucking leave it to the leave it to the military to trick you into staying for a change of command. <laughs> <laughs> no shit, right? <laughs> actually, the reason I watched it was actually how unique it was in comparison to every inauguration that we've had before this. Yeah. Like all of the essentially all the ceremony and the celebration that typically happens with an regardless of which party won 
that's typically that wasn't like it right. was yeah. just like there was just no pomp like, and circumstance. It's like four dudes on some stairs. It's always like holy fuck! Like yeah. there's nothing going An on. Old fucking Bernie sitting in his chair. Hey, with him and his, Bernie and his <laughs> thank God. You know, oh my God, on. that's been I, the best. If shit. I would have known to, that the one thing to bring the country together would have been Bernie Sanders memes, holy fuck! I, I, I gotta say, I do have to say something about Bernie in a positive light, and I think this might be the only time in my entire life that I have the ability to do this. All right, he took that. Everybody was photoshopping him. Oh my god! No, I know he where you're going, it, and I put so it on much a respect fucking for it. sweatshirt, and all proceeds are going to charity. Yep. Really? Yep. So he made I a, saw that, and I'm like, I can't even be like, you know, he didn't, he didn't even know, he didn't even know that it happened. He, well, he was well, a guest on Seth Meyers' show, and he was like, "What do you say to all these memes?" And he's like, "What? Huh? I've never even been there." Huh? So, huh? Huh? but when he found out like, about he it, had no he idea had his team get together, and they fucking made a sweatshirt. Yeah, that's just. That's it's just, just the, the cutout of him in the chair with his mittens <laughs> on the front of a sweatshirt, and all the proceeds are going to charity. That's awesome. So he's yeah. selling the meme to give to a charity. I'm I like, like, I fuck kind of yeah. respect it. Like, I still didn't buy a shirt. Bernie but. and his mittens. Yeah. <laughs> fuck Bernie. I love how he was dressed. I don't, res- I don't respect it. Fuck you, dude. I love how he was bullshit. dressed like in the morning, though. He's like, I'm going to swing by Joe's thing, and then I got to head to the office. He <laughs> 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 like- <laughs> showed up in a brown parka and mittens. Hey, like, you want to know why? It's fucking cool out Because where he's from, he's just miserable yeah it's <laughs> yeah. true Vermont that's how they all fucking that's how they terrible. dress that's just what yeah. it is yeah that's like he's had that jacket for probably 50 years yeah but I watched, uh, no, so, I, I watched it too. i watched the inauguration yeah. because it was extremely unique i listened and, to it i didn't watch it yeah so and the thing is, is i don't have cable so it's not like i could watch it so but every major news service was streaming it on youtube yeah so i was actually kind of clicking back and forth on the different news channels to just kind of see the change in the coverage. And one place was streaming it with no commentary. It was literally just the cameras that were there and they were just cutting from camera to camera as things were going on. So you could just watch it clean. Like there was no, well, this is the transition of, and then there was the channels that were doing that, that were like, this is how we can, you know, see the future of the company and, you know, blah, blah, blah. both sides kind of railing on each other and blah, blah, blah. But then there was the clean one, which was cool. And they had the the mm-hmm. fife and drum corps that walked by because when they did the review and uh, the pass and review, yeah, sure. Which like I'm glad they I'm glad they did that. Command. So yeah, it was a change, change of command, command, but it was pass and review, and blah blah blah. But there was one that I was watching, and the they had a like on the scene reporter or whatever. I just, like, just want to. I just got done that- talking to one of the National Guard soldiers, and the National Guard soldier said that he couldn't be more proud to be here because he's part of history. And I'm like, you made that shit up. Yeah, you made that up because he was like private whoever whoever like private Johnson said well, blah blah blah. blah. And that's I was like, like when they interview the gun owners and the guys like guys like yeah, it's just um you know the policies are just not good for gun owners like me and it's like bitch you're not a gun owner (laughs) (laughs) i was like you are full of shit because there's no way that that fucking that national guard private at 19 years old or whatever was like i'm just really happy to be here because i feel like i'm being part of history that motherfucker went i'm actually really happy to be here because i'm on orders for this whole thing and since we're fucking deployed i'm also getting fucking it's over 30 days so i get bah as well so (laughs) since, since we're talking about the inauguration President Biden's remarks. What What do you think? Like he he preached unity. Uh, you can wish in one hand and shit in the other, bud. Like, well, I'm, I'm done. I've listened to him talk for 50 years. It's time for his ass to do something. If he does something good, fucking a, I'm on board. Well, he's done a lot. Like, here's the thing. Like, uh, and I, and, <laughs> this, and this is the same thing that I told 15 executive orders on the first day. Baby. The, well, this is the same thing I told fucking people already. who were bitching about Trump. And I was like, look, man, like I love America. 
I want America to be successful, which means I want the president to be successful. Yeah, absolutely. If the president's successful, we're all fucking successful. What you didn't see the last four years is anybody giving the president a chance to be successful. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm hoping that they fucking learn their lesson because it's been an absolute shit show. And it, granted, and this goes to both sides. Yeah. You know, like fucking like let him fucking do his job. And if he fucking sucks, guess what? He's probably not going to make it a year anyway. So, this is so, gonna be, so, so <laughs> like, a lot of people are saying, you know, he, he's talking unity and he's lying to you and, you know, whatever he's, you know, his actions aren't going to prove that there's unity there, which I don't disagree with. But I think what he said was probably the best approach because it's probably a lot better than fuck you guys. I won. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, I don't know what else he could have said that would have, it would have, that would have been so better i uh, know i agree with you, you know, and like, this is going to be an unpopular opinion but probably the best the best chance we had to go on a reset of actually getting like communication back open where it wasn't a i'm gonna say no just to fuck you kind of situation right would have been a like a non-handoff democratic candidate because, like, Biden won, but Biden was the VP under Obama. So this is just kind of a recycle of prior leadership. Like, if if we had essentially a Trump outlier Democratic winner, so, like, somebody that wasn't, a, like, a career politician, somebody that kind of come in as a disruptor model on the Democrat side, I think probably would well, have we been had the one. best chance. We, we had one, and the, and the Democratic uh, Party kicked her out. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard was probably yeah no yeah. totally agree that kind yeah. of situation probably would have been our best opportunity to actually open dialogue back up right where it wasn't this crazy fucking just boxing match that we've been watching for yeah. four years and but Jesus instead we went on recycle mode and it yeah. was just like 28 minutes ago the U.S. House impeachment managers formally presented the articles of impeachment against former President Donald Trump to the Senate for his role in inciting the Capitol. We knew that was going to so, happen. That's well, why yeah. they're saying the National Guard's going to stay there through March it's to make out. sure that there's. Like, so I think off. I think I think if Biden wants a chance at this unity shit, he's going to like say, "Hey, this impeachment shit just goes away." Like it would be he, a brilliant move. It would be brilliant for him. It would be yeah. a brilliant move if he just went. If, Here's the thing, though: if, as not, the president, the, he just went no. Yeah, yeah, I am against I, this. I think the things that you guys are forgetting is he's a 47 year politician. 48. No, Don't I'm, short I'm, him. I'm not forgetting 48 that. years. I'm not forgetting that at all. So no. that and um, everything he's ever stood for has changed. Now, the good thing is, the good thing <laughs> is, one point, flip flop Joe. He's had 48 years of practice and now he can fucking let his color shine. Yeah. 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 I just find it hilarious that true. the arguably youngest generation of voters on the Democrat side, voted the oldest white dude in history to hold the presidency. Yeah. It was like, this is this is your new future? Here's, well, here's, I, here's I, my I, concern. You guys filled your tank up in your car lately? Yeah. Yeah. It's bullshit. You know what I'm saying? 20 and, cents a gallon average but across but, the country. Well, but let's, let's you, talk you about that XL pipeline and like. Well, that so, and let's think so, about yeah. all of the the American jobs that were immediately fucking zucked. Six, he, he just you know, dumped like, 60,000 jobs in New Mexico. But yeah, just fucking yeah. gone. You want to hear the crazy gone. part? So BNSF, like the uh, railroad company. Yeah. I was just talking about this with somebody. The other BNSF day. owns all of the rail lines that feed from Canada into the distribution points in the United States. Do you know who owns? Every single one of them. So all of the crude that comes out of Canada, which go look it up, kids. It's a shit ton. It's yep. a lot. It's a shit ton. Alberta. To transport it 
they charge $30 a barrel. Wow. To transport Do you know who owns BNSF? that crude. Who owns BNSF? Warren Buffett. Yep. Do you know who Warren Buffett is buddy buddy with? Good old Joe Biden. Yeah. Because they fucking. Imagine that. They fucking both landed on Why Mayflower would you want to kill the Keystone Pipeline? You were there. So. <laughs> why would you want to kill the Keystone Pipeline? Do you know what the average cost of travel on the Keystone Pipeline would be per barrel? Huh. All in, by the way, all in to push crude from there down in the Keystone Pipeline would bring the cost per barrel to 12 bucks. Wow. To transport it. We're paying. Not to mention all the money we've dumped into it already. BNSF is pay, is being paid $30 a barrel to transport it. That does not include production, barreling, any right. of the other so added cost of when just it's 90 bucks a barrel just to move this shit and you're moving it at 30 bucks, 30 a, barrel. bucks a barrel. So let's say, it's, let's fuck. say it costs $15 a barrel to make it. Yeah. Right. $30 a barrel to transport it. Plus you've got all of the, uh, cartage fees sure. for distribution after that. Da, 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 da. So yeah, when we're at 65, $70 a barrel and we're back to $4 a gallon gas. Yeah. Like, Hate to be the bearer of bad news. It was going to be $12 a barrel all in yeah, to transport that crude. Not to mention the, what, 60,000 jobs it was going to create. Yeah. So, and you still had all the cartage and everything else that was still going to happen. Because once it got to the distribution hub, it was still going to have to push out. Yeah. But, so you still had all of the trucking industry that was still going to have to move that shit. The refineries and everything else that were going to do it. But no, let's. So. Let's wrap up politics for the night because I'm getting pissed off. <laughs> uh, and let, I think we're going to do a uh, no shit there I was story. Oh, right? shit. Who's got a no shit story? I think, so actually, uh, it's none of us. Yeah, it's Mr. Larry here. Larry's got Larry, a no shit Larry story. Larry is in studio. No, here, roll up on this side. Roll up Put over your, here, buddy. The other side, buddy. Oh, he's, oh, he's, he's, got, he's, he's got, got a, a lipper. Old, he's got a big old dipper. Big old lipper. Got a hammer. <laughs> Don't you even shaw, son. All right, so we got Larry. We brought uh, Larry in. Who's going to share a so no shit there I was story. All right, Larry, so Larry, uh, what are you wearing? What's your cup size? Uh, so, <laughs> so large. How do you feel Man, about full blue. frontal male nudity? <laughs> I've always enjoyed gladiator movies, so. Oh, there you go. Oh. <laughs> sure. And I will say this right Dude, here. Can you imagine uh, being a Achilles and fight goods? a war with your dick out? Like, or fuck yeah. that. It's the only way to fight a war. <laughs> like, that's how you win, but that's why Ajax was fucking feared, man. The guy probably had a hammer. Right. It was probably just like <laughs> two of them. Because <laughs> he was known to fight with a fucking war hammer. Yeah. So you know he was just like separating that leather skirt and just being like, which hammer you want? <laughs> They'd be like, please kill me. They were like, the, the fucking deadly one. They were like, that's both. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to split you in two one way or the other, boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Larry, anyways, what's up, buddy? So, well, <laughs> glad to be here. Thank you guys for having us. We're yeah. part of the live audience, the live studio audience, now, Larry, which you're everybody with, can't see. You're with Redacted. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, that's as far as we're going to take it. Yeah. And we might even skin that out. Yeah. Uh, redacted. Just redact that. Yeah. We, we, yeah. Oh, do we need to redact yeah. that? Yeah. I will, oh, I will answer a few questions I did here. Um, Kmart Sporting Goods, a 75 Trans Am with a 455 Super Duty. Whoa. There you go. And a Porta Shitter at Camp Pendleton. boy. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, is that covered all? Yep. That was think, a good recap yeah. right there. Yeah. 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 Nailed it. It's yeah. just part of being in the huge live audience. Yeah, we got a there. decent audience. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> 
Got a bit of a peanut gallery this evening. Everybody can hear just how many we got in. We got a peanut gallery. Thank you guys so much for having us. Happy Monday. So, Larry, give us your a quick military background. Okay, I'm a former first recon battalion member. I was there during the filming of two of you on the fucking podcast. Right, you wear black filming of the the movie. You got you black silkies on right now. I I wore UDT shorts. We didn't have silk. Oh, that's back. That's uh, that's that's way before. Yeah, that was back <laughs> back in the olden days. I just got called a boot. <laughs> <laughs> that motherfucker in Marine just said, "Sit down, son." <laughs> Quiet down, boot. Yeah, I, <laughs> I never even seen silkies before. So, but yeah, uh, that's old. That's old. Scott had asked me to. I got a pair of UDTs at home, and they are not comfortable. Is that is that Doughboy days? They were, you know, it was those uh, man. They're very itchy, scratchy. I still. All these years later, cannot grow hair on the inside of my thighs, which goes back to kind of Thor's hammer deal. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> nice. But uh, yeah, they were very uncomfortable and they looked really uncool out in town, but we wore them out there just to let everybody know who we were. As you, and, do. Uh, as you absolutely, do. Absolutely. As you do. And, uh, so that was what, all green days? No, those are tan. No, I, when, I, when tan. I came in, was, yeah, tan UDTs and white T-shirts. That tells you how far wow. back that was. Back That's awesome. Yeah. So, so, so give us, uh, so you, you. So there I was. You, you, well, there I was. Before that. Oh, okay. You were in the Marines from what year to what year? 83 to 87. 83 to 87. So, okay, so now. Before no. any of you guys were born. Well, I was I, one. That's not true. I was alive. I was one. He was like 65. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I was <laughs> building those Adobe bricks. Yeah. I was three when you got out. Yeah. <laughs> so he was uh, born while you were in and we're blocking out my yeah. face you can't see how old i am yeah. so. so so we got a no shit there we were story there we were yeah no shit there we were story so i we'd been out in the bush um doing some patrol tactics and we'd been out there for about two weeks and uh <laughs> when they were filming the movie our command had never told us about this right right so we're out there and we're eating lerp rations and um you know, it's just hotter than hell. Um, we're dehydrated as hell. You know, we're, we're humping, you know, and, you know, guys know how much packs weigh in the Marine Corps and the army, you know, and just, just beat down. And we fly back to Talega and we got a little LZ up on top of Talega. Right. And we land and we come by and, um, anyway, I go turn, turn my rifle in, turn my pack in, go do all the admin stuff you have to do. And somewhere along the way, I'd had two beers and, uh, well, I was feeling pretty good. And, uh, a buddy of mine who I will say his name, his name is Larry Adams, Dr. Larry Adams. He teaches at Chino state university in California. Nice. Uh, was getting his out of the Marine Corps. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. His, he was getting out of the Marine Corps that night. So we always had a paddle ceremony and we always had everybody sign everybody's paddle. The paddle and, party. Uh, yeah. A little paddle party. Sure. So and I'm fuck. walking over and I'm, I see all, you know, I see all this shit down by the chow hall and there's buses and fucking all kinds of, cameras set up and all this stuff and i'm like what the hell's going on here you know and i am nasty i've been out in the bush for two weeks my britches are open my balls are hanging out you know i'm just <laughs> i'm just filthy i'm tired i'm drunk on two beers and uh i see my friend larry and he's holding his paddle i'm like hey man what's going on man i'm glad to, glad i got to see you before you headed out you know blah 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 and we're hugging it up and i'm like what the hell's going on here and he said uh this guy's filming a movie and i said this guy's filming this movie here about the battalion I'm like, who is it? And he tells me, and I'm like, holy shit. 
you know, blown away. I'm we'll like, say, oh my God, where's he we'll at? We'll just say he's a legend. Yeah, he's a legend. Yeah. And so they've got this big, long table set out under a the trees. A real big right? heartbreaker. Yes. <laughs> and he's sitting down oh there. Oh, my God. Right. He's sitting Go down there. Go ahead and there. make his day. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And um, while you're at it, get off his lawn. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, continue. Yeah. And uh, he's sitting down there from from about me to the, the wall out in the audience and not too far, you know, I'm, I'm just looking right at him. And my friend Larry says, I think I'm going to have Mr. So-and-so. I'm going to ask if he'll sign my paddle. And the guy's just down there eating, you know, doing his thing. And I'm just blown away. And I'm like, hell yeah, I would. And so, uh, Larry goes down there and all of a sudden some yum, yum freaking guy comes running up. Oh, no, 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 no. His PA. Yeah, exactly. And, and stops him. And, uh, he says, uh, and Larry tells the guy, man, I'm, I'm hoping Mr. So-and-so will sign my paddle. You know, I'm getting out today, you know, I've done four years here and, and, uh, you know, you guys are, are, are here doing this. And I think it would just be really cool. And the guy says, stand right here. And he runs back over to Mr. So-and-so and he leans down and he whispers in his ear and, uh, the guy looks over at him there and that guy. And so Joe Schmo, Joe shit, the rag man, as we'd say back in the day, comes running up and he's like, Still say that. well, Mr. So-and-so, you know, he's eating. He didn't really want to do all this stuff. And, and you know, you, you maybe later on, if you catch him and I, I looked right at, like, right at Mr. So-and-so and I went, what a dick. <laughs> and dude, he looked at me and he put his stuff down and he pointed up at my friend Larry and he went like this and he, Come, walks over there and he signs his paddle and he's still eyeballing me, right? You know, and I'm like, shit. And I I feel I stare too am getting out of the Marine Corps uh, yeah, today. Oh yeah, I feel staring <laughs> like our sergeant major, who is just a beast, and our lieutenant colonel, you know, who killed like a thousand people in Vietnam, you know, and I'm just like, fuck, I'm gonna die right here, you know. Anyway, uh so he, he signed my buddy Larry's paddle and uh and later that night I think I think Mr. So and So felt bad because he because we had a little had a little beer garden area and he'd bought like four kegs of beer for my friend Larry. Well, anyway, I went back to to the uh, barracks and showered and cleaned up and everything. I was I was nervous about going down to Larry's party, you know. I was like, I want to be persona non grata right now. You know, I just want to, you know, I know I screwed up. You know, you can't do this to this guy. He's, he's an American legend. You know. And uh, apparently you can. Well, apparently I got <laughs> I was thirsty enough where I wanted free beer, right? Sure. So because you know it was running like wildfire yeah. throughout our little compound of Quonset huts. You know, ah, bought, we got all this beer down here. People were just running through naked through the streets and everything, which was a you know every Friday and Saturday pretty, as, as Marines do. It's a pretty yeah. normal yeah. fucking yeah. Friday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, anyway, good, I wandered down there. Times and, haven't changed too much, Mister 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 Celebrities down there, and and. Uh, I walked up to him. I was like, "Some, some effect of like, brother, I'm sorry. You know, I didn't, I didn't know what I was saying. You know." And he's like, "Hey, you're the first person around here who looks like you're an actual recon marine, all dirtied up and camied up and everything. And I want to see all your stuff that you're wearing, you know, or something like that." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, come on, buy my hooch tomorrow." You know, I'm like, "I'm on the fourth beer, I'm <laughs> yeah. Hammer, you know? Oh yeah, I'd love to party with you, you know." So. Anyway, the next day he came by and looked at uh, my deuce gear and how I had all my shit set up, and it was pretty cool. You know, I got a bunch of pictures with him. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty neat. Well, but it's, it's good it to really show that he mad, appreciates you know? the good and the bad and the ugly. Yeah. 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 Right. <laughs> you know, my buddy, you know, Larry was a, he was a stud, you know, he busted his ass for three and a half years and this, sure. this yum yum comes up and, and, you know, he, well, you, and you he, he think, didn't take, he didn't, he didn't respect what he was supposed to be doing there. His PA yeah. probably walked up and was like, um, excuse me. Oh, that's exactly um, how it was. And was yeah. like pussyfooting around it. And he was, I been, guarantee he was probably yeah. like, fuck off, like, dude. It was like, yeah. the <laughs> phrase, he wants an autograph. That's, I was about to say, yeah. the phrase he was given was literally, this Marine wants to know if you'll autograph his path. That was it. That was I it. guarantee yeah. you that was the line yeah. he that was, was given. And then it wasn't. Hey, he's retiring today, and that paddle is, a, is kind of a ceremonial Huge piece deal. as an exit yeah. for recon marines. Yeah. yeah, like it's a big deal. You happen to be here on the day making a movie about wants, this guy. Yeah, and right. he, yeah. he yeah. wants you to be part of it. Like he didn't actually explain the situation because he didn't know it. No, yeah. Yeah. Which, you know, I don't know. I don't know Hollywood, but and I never will after that. Unfortunately. <laughs> so uh, there well, goes the Chippendale is, career. Hollywood you know? is pretty much any which any which way but loose. He's got an he's he's got an IMDb account. Maybe you can introduce him to some Hollywood. Yeah, I, I'm a, I'm an actor. You know a guy named Hollywood. <laughs> I do. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Well, anyway, we sure appreciate you guys letting us on. Yeah, yeah. man, absolutely. I appreciate st- you blacking out my face. And that was a good <laughs> story. You boys are always welcome, that was a good yeah. story that none of us could have told. So yeah. 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 I've got a lot of pictures with the uh, celebrity, uh, and yeah, I'd love to have them on here with, with my face blacked out. Of course. Yeah. You, <laughs> sure. Sure. You boys are always welcome here. You are uh, out there. Word up. We're, we're we looking s- forward to hanging we out say with you guys a lot, more. But, uh, what, you- a <laughs> <laughs> what a dick. That's it. Yeah. So one thing you don't say. I think we got the, uh, the, the name of this episode, boys, is what a dick. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Which also apparently is uh, Thanks, his nickname Thanks, when he's in those fucking UDTs. Right. Hey, man. <laughs> I, think, I, I think the enunciation's a little different. Yeah. <laughs> what? quite a dick. A dick. What yeah. a dick. <laughs> Bro, did you see his UDTs? What a dick. <laughs> that's Whataburger's. That's, wa- that's Whataburger's Hooters that line, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> totally. What a dick. All right. I think well, it's fuck time. boys. I think, uh, I don't think we can fucking beat that. No, no, fuck that. I'll uh, raise. You couldn't beat that dick if you tried. Right. <laughs> I, like, just... I was laughing. You had a good day. <laughs> <laughs> I got you, buddy. You can I beat gotcha. that. I was like, oh, shit. I I gotcha. I'm going to raise my glass. I'll raise up to yeah. that. And thank you boys for being my freedom friends and to the freedom friends in the fucking peanut gallery. Today. That's we right. Thanks, boys. You. Appreciate it. Uh, and uh, tell your mom. Tell your friends. Tell your mom's fucking friends. Yeah. Did you ever find uh, that butt scarf? <laughs> <laughs> He's looking for his new mask. Oh. <laughs> He's looking for his new mask for 2021. That's right. <laughs> Just taking donations. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, like we said, check out our sponsors, warfightertobacco.com. Use code Freedom Friends. Score yourself that sweet 15% off. Uh, wellness.us for all your CBD needs. Freedom Friends 25 gets you a quarter off your order. Uh, and uh, <laughs> yeah. our boys over at uh, Grill Your Ass Off. That's right. Foxtrot, Foxtrot. That's FF15. FF15. Yeah. Smoke, smoke meat, meat, not, not meth. meth. As, or as Mikey uh, reads it, smoke meth, not meat. Yep. <laughs> I mean, well, either way. <laughs> to, be, to be fair, that was Thad. To be fair. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that, that makes Thad. sense. Thad, right. Uh, I, right after that, you asked if I had any GHB. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Thad did. Like, share, subscribe. Uh, all those happy things. Push all the buttons. Leave us some reviews. Oh, God. Those we are love fun. the reviews. Those are fun. The reviews the fun are ones. fucking awesome. Yeah. But uh, you know what? There's a new president, new year, new all these things going on, but same old advice. That's right. Because yeah. uh, if it ain't broke. Why the fuck would you fix it? No. 
Consistency is king. That's right. That's the deal. So, Scott, what's that first one? Uh, I'm gonna uh, don't go with me. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny boy. I think we're gonna smoke on. Oh, and I say we drink on. Boys, god damn it. Ooh, freedom, freedom the, the fuck, fuck on. on. We'll see you guys next time. Love it.